Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome. So excited to have you listening in. I'm Karen Schabel, and I am a weight loss coach for nurses, but we don't work on weight loss until we end the overeating, the emotional eating, and the binge eating. And this week, I'm talking about this one belief that actually is sabotaging you, like it sends you overeating. That is why, you know, if we don't understand and we don't see this belief, no matter what diet you're on, you're going to continue struggling. And why I'm really, I guess, excited to talk about it this week is because I have had this belief for a long time. We get these beliefs have them a long time. And I've worked on it. And I thought, oh, you know, it's there, but I'm very aware of it. And then it popped up just a little bit in this last little while in regards to my business, because these beliefs, they come out and they affect our eating, they affect ways we do things in our business at work. And that's why I wanted to talk to you is because if I'm experiencing anything, I'm sure you are too. But then my client this morning, oh my goodness, she was blown away. She said her whole life is now changed, like for the better. She, she just said, I, she cannot believe what, what this is going to do for her life. And this was because she saw this belief that's inside of her. She didn't realize that it was there and how it was affecting everything she was doing, which was creating her anxiety, which she ended up like always feeling anxious and grabbing food all the time. So yeah, it's now the anxiety is going to be less, but then us working on the underlying reason why she was having the anxiety, it all shifts her life. So let's get started right now. Like you've tried all the diets, you know what you need to do, but you're still struggling with overeating. You know, you're feeling so frustrated that you can't seem to get control around that food. And you're like, like racking your brains, like you don't understand, like why, like what's going on? And you think, you know, there's something wrong with you or, you know, because you don't have the willpower or the discipline. And if this is you, if this is what's going on inside of you, I get it because all the diets you've tried and they've really just convinced you like they, this is what I was led to believe that, you know, it's not the diet. It's me not having enough willpower, not having enough discipline, but what if it's not that, that you're needing? What if it is you understanding there's a psychological, psychological block in your way? And one of the biggest ones I see the most is this belief of I'm not good enough. And I know you believe it to be true, but it is only a belief. And if you hold on to that belief, it really shows up in every aspect of your life. You know, you sort of wonder, well, how does, you know, how is this not good enough pop up? Well, it pops up is 
so many times it ends has you end up thinking, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not doing a good enough job. Do any of these resonate with you? I know me, I had them all. And what I want you to know is you may be aware you have this belief, but most of the times you are not. Most of the times it's running in the background of your mind and your subconscious. So if you believe, for example, like you don't do a good enough job, then when you do something at work, no matter what you do, that critical self-judgmental voice inside of you will give you all the reasons why you didn't do a good enough job. Because our brain will always go looking for evidence of what we say. So the thing is, our beliefs, we believe them to be true. Like I said, the problem is we don't question them. So these beliefs, like, why do we have them? And most of our beliefs come from, actually all our beliefs, come from childhood or society or what we hear, um, see, all of that. I've talked about that on a couple episodes before. But what happens is someone says something, does something. The thing is, it has nothing to do with us. It's their thoughts, their opinions, their beliefs, but we take them on about ourselves. One of the ones I did was I took it on to mean I'm not good enough. And the example of that why I did that was because growing up, I struggled in school, but I had two younger sisters. They didn't. They were honor students. So I watched and I listened and I came to the conclusion I wasn't smart enough. My mom would just tell me, like, you know, just do your best, do your best. But, you know, my best never got me the marks like they did. So that was one part of it. And then my parents would go to meet the teacher night and the, the teacher would point out, well, her marks aren't that good. So double whammy, not feeling good enough. But now when I look back, the reason for my lower grades was I just learned differently than my sisters. I wasn't the book smart person. I was a hands-on person. So was I not smart enough? Absolutely not, but I believed it to be true. And this belief carried over into my work. Like, I know I was an amazing nurse, yet most of my career, I doubted so much of what I did because I didn't think I was smart enough or good enough at what I did. So that soft, judgmental voice was there all the time. And let me show you how that played out and led me to my overeating. So... I'd work all day, I'd come home, I'd find myself rummaging through the kitchen for something to eat. And I'm gonna show you how I then shifted to figure out uh, how I found out what was going on underneath the surface. So I'd start looking. Then I'd question, well, why do I need this? Why do I need to eat? My thoughts, because I'm craving something crunchy like chips. So I asked myself again, why? Because I've got this urge, this desire for something to eat. I'm hungry. But why? Um, because I've got this antsy feeling inside of me. Why do I have an antsy feeling? Um, because my mind can't stop thinking about everything that I should have done differently at work or that I didn't do. Why am I thinking that? Because I worry about not having done a good enough job. Because the underlying belief, I'm not good enough. I don't do a good enough job. What a big aha back then. Like that was like mind blowing. 
I realized it wasn't my desire for the chips that was driving my eating. It was that belief of not being good enough underneath it all. And the reason why, like it's that discomfort I was feeling from the thoughts I was having that was like sending me looking for something to eat, something to comfort me. Because that feeling inside of me, that feeling of not being good enough was terrible. And my old standby was food. Food comforted me to get rid of that discomfort. So does that resonate? If it does, like, no, you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you. The other side of this believing this is if you have a belief, and I had it, I'm not good enough, and an amazing job comes up, chances are you might not go for that job because your brain will show you all the ways that you won't be good enough for the job. Like your brain just will find everything. Like I said, our brains are wired to find all the evidence to support what we're thinking and believing. And I was reading a book by Marie Forleo, sorry, and it's called Everything is Figureoutable. Read it, it's so good. And what she wrote was, your beliefs determine your destiny. Your beliefs either support your aspirations or thwart them. Belief becomes the source of your limitations or your liberation. Wow, it is so true. It really comes down to you, like your belief about something, like something that's true, you think is so true, that will drive everything you do or you don't do. So I want to give you an example. The reason why I wanted to talk about this today that came up this past week is, you know, I've had my business for four years. I've coached so many nurses, women. And over those four years, I've always like struggled. Like it felt like I was taking one step forward, two steps back. And I know, like I said, I've been working on that good enough, not good enough for 14 years. And a lot of it has lost its power over me. But I found out it's still running in the back of my mind a bit. And I joined this program. It's all about conscious creation. It's actually from the actress that played the mother in the movie E.T. And if you haven't seen this movie, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. So raise my hand. Like I asked for coaching like my 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 clients do. They do this. They get coaching. And I coached on this struggle I'm having. And what I found out was mind blowing. What I found out was I was reminding myself, like, you know, I'm doing my best, everything I'm doing, you know, I'm doing my best. But she pointed out deep down, I don't believe my best is good enough. Like what happened was I'd work on projects, put all that effort in and not get the results I was hoping for. And then it felt like I just stopped, like I hit a brick wall and stopped and didn't keep going. And it was the belief inside me. I didn't believe of I was good enough. I wasn't doing a good enough job. I wasn't doing my best. That was causing this. So I'll leave you with this. Is do you want to continue with the belief your overeating will be solved with willpower or discipline? Or do you want to start getting curious on what beliefs you have that are sabotaging you, that are keeping you overeating. Because if you choose the second option, that is what's gonna change your life. What you do, get pen to paper and dig deep by asking yourself, what are my beliefs about myself? Because once you find those beliefs, remember they're the ones that are running the show. 
They're the ones that are driving you to overeat so many times. When you can find those, then you can start shifting them. Then you can start questioning, poking holes in them. Because like I said, right now you believe them to be true and you don't question them. But as I've talked about in many other episodes, we have a belief, thoughts, which create our feelings, which drive our actions, which that's the results we get. So I want you to look at the result of overeating. What's going on? What are your beliefs and what are your thoughts? Let me know. I want to hear from you. You can uh, send me a message at karen at karenjable.com and also to really leave a comment or a review because if you find this helpful, there's other people that need to hear this as well. And that's how they're going to find me. So have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week. Thank you.